Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of We Like Having Fun and Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker Recap Podcast. Hi, I'm here today with just one boy. Um, that boy would be Michael Tucci. Uh, Michael Tucci, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Good. Good to see you. Um, things are things are great. Yeah, things how's the how's the baby? Baby's great. Um, I have the apartment to myself this morning. Ooh. Very nice. Um, yeah, no, it's it's been really good. Um, having the time of my life. Uh, That's great to hear. Very yeah, very fun. Um, Joe is not with us today because he's out there having the time of his life on vacation, uh, camping in the west coast of America, up in Washington, uh, Seattle area, I believe. I see a lot of misty photos. Uh, looks like he's having fun, but he did not bring his recording gear with him. So we must, we must, the show must go on, unfortunately, because uh, of obvious things, but. Let's jump into um, a couple weeks back, Fred Armisen show, before we get into the live show. We'll be quick with the Fred Armisen show, even though there was lots of little funny things. Maybe we can just rip through some of those, but quickly I'll just say the Armisen show is a real nice app. I, I really enjoyed, it seemed like we hadn't had an app like that in a while. I don't know why, it just felt like a old school show and it's probably just Fred's energy um yeah. Tim was um you know off of tour for just a second so he was back and maybe a little more settled in maybe the nerves of going on tour were gone maybe just the obviously the episodes that were on tour were a little difficult so it was just I think everybody was just happy to see each other again happy to be back home and excited to uh you know record so it, it felt like a nice episode, a lot of funny stuff. What do you think, Tooch? Yeah, um, uh, it's it, you're right. I think it seemed like the, um, you know, like that would like if a subconscious like weight, uh, you know, on your shoulders for mm-hmm. a tour or something like that. Like that's that would definitely affect me. I think, you know, even if Tim didn't, you know, kind of recognize it, you could you could tell there's just a lot going on. Not that, you know, not that we like disliked the the shows kind of, you know, over the summer, but you could tell that there were, you know, maybe mines or, or, or elsewhere potentially. And the guys certainly had a lot going on and this, yeah, it definitely felt like there was a bit of a, a bit of a break and kind of like a breather. And I think that allowed for kind of like that, this vintage style office hours show. Um, and yeah, it, it, it was good. I, I'm, I completely agree. It was like, um, you know, it's, it's the, the home cooking style, uh, you know, show that, mm-hmm. uh, that we remember, uh, from last year. Um, and I, it, yeah, a lot of it has to do with Fred. I mean, Fred's just such a, an easy guest mm-hmm. to have on and he's, he usually, um, delivers and, uh, yeah, it was, I enjoyed it. It was a very cozy show, uh, for me. Um, I'll just quickly run down. I took, I, I sent out a couple little notes that made me laugh out loud. Um, there was an, I love Batman drop that was just perfectly placed that yeah. I guess was a hit. Cause Tim brought it up the next week uh, yeah. in the live show and said that was really was a hit. I did think it, it was, I don't know why that was so good, but it was really good. Um, I have, um, the, the, you know, the guy that called about the, the two-week notice, they had a nice, ran, you know, nice, like, run with the emails that they would send, you know, afterwards and how they would phrase it. It was it was a very funny really bit good. there. Um, you noted that Doug asked if you can give two weeks notice to end a relationship, which is a quick, it was a quick, quiet, under-the-radar Doug. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Um, so that whole bit was good. The guitar pedal impressions pretty funny very much up fred's alley and they just they they got there quick and and fred did a good job and made me laugh um uh jeff baino was a nice guest um and they had a fun they had a fun chat highlight for me i think was aubrey plaza came on and uh and then the highlight of when aubrey plaza was on was when doug made the joke about spinning you know 
that Tim was so fat that they were spinning him round, which is just not even that funny of a joke. But <laughs> Aubrey Blythe just looked <laughs> into the camera like, oh, disgusted. Had, her look was incredible. <laughs> I watched it about five or six times. It's so good. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. that's kind of just what I think, you know, that's kind of what I know her for is, is like sure. kind of looks like that. Um, yeah. But then, real quick, though, mm. I guess it's like, you know, was Fred there to promote Spin Me Around, like the movie that they were in? I guess that's kind of like the the deal, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, They'd gone to the I, premiere I mean, the you, night before, so. Did you see it yet? No. Okay. Yeah, I did think you? I, not yet. I've been watching a lot of movies, though. I'm trying to catch up. I think I'm going to try to get this one in the, this weekend, this upcoming mm-hmm. weekend. Uh, so next time we speak, maybe I'll I'll talk about it a bit. Um, but I, I did want to say, though, that the... Um, the dead or alive spin me round uh vocal drops were just so good uh that's like mm-hmm. that that's probably one of my favorite um it it made me laugh multiple times over this episode it is mm-hmm. incredible yeah no all, all around good funny stuff throughout um the city of the day had me laughing quite a bit uh city of the day what was it actually yay was hey the... hey for horsemen yay hey hey for horsemen not a great name for the product, but um, but the read was very funny, and uh, um, it, yeah, just the the whole thing there made me laugh a lot with the um, with the kind of the punchline being that you can just you can poop wherever you want and not have to wipe like a horse because uh, horses don't have to wipe. It's just such a bizarre thing to think about. Uh, yeah. When you're thinking about, oh, if you eat hay, what are the advantages? Um, you know, so that had me cracking up. Um, you could take uh, long lunches because it takes it forever takes so to, long chew. to chew. Yeah, just a very bizarre mix there. Um, yeah. So I love that. Um, you know, what, what else did we have? We had some other little stories, some nice stuff. Tim um, Tim shared the the his the Paul McCartney joke that he's been working on with that he's been playing you know yep, with the wrong hand which is I I really very I love that uh, mm-hmm. like that bit a lot. Yes, that was like uh, just a just a simple one. You know, I mean, just a simple one that like was very funny. It was very Office Hours lives vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah. right. It was like right in that wheelhouse where we're like, oh, we're getting just like Tim giving us funny casual stuff. Yeah, it feels it feels like that joke is maybe f- funny to well, at least to me. I don't know about you, but of like with like the office hours context of like you know the Beatles and like sure. Tim's like kind of Paul McCartney voice and all that stuff. And I think like it all the layers and layers. It's so good. It fits really well in the mm-hmm. in the universe. Um, so I think that's I think that's pretty good. I think we could just probably move along. It was a great episode. Yeah, it was um, it was a really good episode. I mean, um. I just felt good to see Fred back there and um you know I don't know it's like it, it's why I love the show um yeah, yeah I keep like repeating the, myself yeah like the David myself, the David Byrne story was another one that was like you know not a not a totally hilarious thing but just like a interesting tidbit to kind of go yeah. on and that led to like a little something else and they just were able to go and like they would they could him and Fred and everybody, I think, feels comfortable with Fred in the room. So, like, they can just kind of riff for a long time yeah. on something and get to funny places. And it makes for a very easy to watch slash listen to episode. Office Hours, you know, the podcast, the show, does what a lot of other podcasts and shows don't do for me. And then that's continuously remind me of why I love it. And mm. I, it just kind of keeps coming back. Like, it's it's almost like you know, it's so consistent, like a pattern, you know, um, even if they take a break or like they have some off shows or they, like, like this summer, for instance, you go, Tim goes on tour, clearly resources are elsewhere. They're still doing the show. It's still good. But then they come back with an episode like this. Um, and it just reminds me of like why I, why it's my favorite show and why I, I put time and effort into it to talk to you about it. And, you know, so yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it was, it was a really good episode. Um, I loved it. Great, great, great. Well, <clears throat> well, that leads us up to last 
week uh, Thursday, which was the live show, um, which I was lucky enough to be able to attend. I I bought tickets. You know, Tim had mentioned during the during his music and comedy show that same night that he said, you guys are the hardcore heads because these were the first couple of shows that we announced in Brooklyn and then we did sold them out. And that was true. I bought a ticket like way, way, way when the tour was first announced because there was only like two dates in New York and I knew I was going to be getting there on the Wednesday. So I bought a ticket to the show on Thursday, not knowing many months earlier that it would also be a day that they had office hours. So... When they announced office hours, I got a ticket for that, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to have a full day of Decker, a double-decker day. So that's what I had on Thursday. And I had just been, you know, I just traveled in. I'd gotten in back into the U.S. on Monday, spent a day and a half with my family, and then drove to New York on Wednesday. So I was pretty still a little... Mine just a little bit of mush. My first day of work was on Thursday, and I went in and I skipped out of work at like 11.30 a.m. so that I could drive all the way back to, you know, Brooklyn to, uh, what do we want to call this, uh, Carroll Gardens or whatever neighborhood the Bell House is in. And, um, yeah, it was uh, quite... An experience, I'll say. Um, totally full with office hours heads. It was interesting to be in a room. You know, they had like a, the before the doors opened, they like had the bar outside the venue. That's a pretty big room. That's like just serves as a big bar when they, you know, that you can go into when there's not a show or if you choose not to see the show. And it was just filled with office hours guys. You know, so it was guys. Just guys mostly and gals. Guys. Yeah, mostly bearded guys. Mostly bearded, bearded white guys. Um, they look like me. Look like you. Uh-huh. Um, and I was outside, and somebody, I don't know why, just uh, was started chatting with somebody. I was just by myself, and somebody was just nice and chatted, asked me for a lighter or something. And, um, and then while we were chatting... Um, Kay Loggins walked up and said hello to this guy and was like, hey, you know, so they knew each other and they're talking about something. And I said, oh, hey, I'm the AK, you know, I'm a fan of yours. I, you know, I do the recap podcast and she was very nice and said, oh, yeah, I, you know, I've heard of your guy's thing and I've checked it out or whatever. Um, so then when I went into the, to the show, um, there was, it was art, like it filled up quick. So I like got a seat in the back row. I mean, there's only like maybe 10 rows or something or 15. Like it was very, not a huge place. Like every seat is fine. So I sat in the back and I'm sitting next to a guy and it turns out this guy is Will, the intern who's sitting to my left, um, and he's Will, the intern, was the one guy who, like, got down on the ground, you know, that one episode. He's, like, the the, the most famous intern of the interns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> The yeah, only yeah. one that made a scene, you know? So he's yeah. a nice young boy. So he's sitting to my left. Kay Loggins comes rolling back in with the other guy that I had been chatting with. And they don't have a spot, but there's two spots next to me. So they sit next to me. Um, so now I just got, like, a couple of new buddies that I'm watching the show with. Which was great because I was just like, I'm just going to this thing solo. Uh, so that felt nice. And then, you know, I was just in such a giggly mood being there in the, 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 the energy in there was really nice. We were all, you know, when Matt comes out and he's playing the, you know, just seeing Matt's little body walk out onto the stage and play the video. And he's just like looking out. It was just made me giggle right off the bat. And I was giggling hard basically the whole time there was maybe got like a little slower later in the episode, but from the early bits on, um, you know, when Tim came out, it was like, you know, it's like you're at a show and the guy comes out and it's like, it felt, it felt very 
I don't know. He was just close. You know what I mean? It was like office hours. It was very close. It was a small place. So he's just up there doing office hours. And I don't know. I don't know how you felt about it, but I thought that the episode was more smooth and confident than the other live show for whatever reason. Like the energy was just better in the room. It was, it was swift and nice and there were lots of laughs and it just like felt real good. I was giggling a lot. Um, I think, yeah, the pacing was, was great. I mean, they, it was, it it looked like it was, it was, um, they were just kind of hitting like, you know, on all the cues. Like it was just, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was enjoyable. I think I think you're right that it was probably one of the better perform like live shows performances uh, out of like this this like grouping. I don't know how many were there like four, three or four other three ones. or four or something. Now there's like the Christmas one, the Chicago one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, without getting into like the super specifics of the show, because it's kind of a blur to me. like I don't know why. Just when you go to one of these shows, it was such like a heightened. Uh, experience that I'm, I'm not like picking out real particular um, s- specific moments. Um, but yeah, you wrote the, you know, the opening monologue bit, the um, Vic looking like Newman, the Walter Matthau poo joke was funny. Shitting the city and, of the day. Shitting and pissing in the bed. City of the day. It seemed like when, when the song dropped, like it was very... Like there, there was like the the crowd noise when when everyone came out was pretty high, of course. Mm-hmm. But then, like when the city of the day song dropped, it seemed like there was like a pretty big like people were yeah. just like into it. Sure, um, yeah, no, and, like, it was I, great. Yeah, and I was kind of like imagining like I like you know because people people like they love what they like, love what they know, like that that familiarity. But for me, watching the show all these years, hearing the song, if I was there live and the song that city of the day song dropped, like I would probably like. Woo. Uh, yeah, you're gonna yeah, woo. Yeah. You're gonna yeah, woo and you're sure. gonna clap. I, yeah. 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 That's I mean it's like playing um, one of the hits, you know what I mean? Yeah, like you're just exactly. waiting for it and then it happens and it was exactly that situation. And then we got a very special uh city of the day um this week, which was uh this video that Doug <laughs> made that, that was that was a was a hilarious to see uh live we got this you know garden rake with handle just just an excuse to make this very bizarre video about a relationship um short little absurd comedy video that was just it was just very funny um looked like it was done very quickly but you know very nice uh made me laugh a lot i love that style of doug's stuff where he you could clearly see that he just like i don't know was hanging out with friends or something and just threw this thing together, wrote, you know, edited and slapped this thing together and it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I loved that. I thought it really worked. Um, I thought both performances were good. She was very, the, uh, the woman who played, um, you know, the, I don't know, the, the partner, the whatever, partner, yeah, partner, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. relationship this is. Really good. Really good. Very good. Um, so strong, very strong. That could be maybe be on the list because it's a special one. I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe that's a. I mean, you, the the poo could go. I mean, the the the, uh, the hay one maybe too. I don't know. We're gonna have a lot these days. Um, so after that, we had some guests, which um, you know, we're fine. Um, I I think that they. These good liars guys, they're like a good mix for Tim, but I think that sometimes when you get guys that are also trying to be funny and like, you know, like having their own bits, I think like there was some good stuff when the guy came on and then they had the other guy call, call in. There was some good funny stuff between like at least being in the room. I don't know how it felt at home, but like. There's a guy on stage, there's Tim, and then there's a video behind them of another guy. And there was some funny interactions. I don't remember exactly how it went, but it was it was kind of funny. There was the ceiling fan, you know, they like had some fun, hit some classic marks, but it wasn't like I think at this part of the show and then um you know, when Jeremy and Raja came out it sort of slowed down a little bit. It just, some of the energy started to to dip a little bit and it felt like, 
I did take a glance at my watch and say, like, oh, how long have we been going? Are they taking a break? Like, what's going on here? Um, and, uh, you know, it seemed like they didn't have that much to do with uh, with Jeremy and Rajat, and they just, you know, or with the the other good liars guy. Like, I think they were maybe expecting some sort of bits or something, and they had some... I don't want to say they were full awkward moments on stage, but it was like, all right, you guys are up here. You're just staying up here. Like, what's going on? Are you done? Like, yeah, know, that's so kind like, of what I got. Everyone just standing on stage. I mean, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. Would it have been different? <laughs> would it have been different if they were actually seated? I mean, is that, does that change anything? I don't I, know. Yeah, I don't know. It was just a little strange. Um, I couldn't stop thinking about them. Everyone just standing on the stage. I was, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that was about. But it was a little weird. But, um, like I liked the bit about the good liars guys interrupting the show, and then I liked that Jeremy and Rajat were like interrupting his interruption. But then they didn't really have anywhere to go with it, um, so much. And you could tell it was maybe the first moment of the show that was like so unprepared that they just, and they just, it, it didn't flow real smooth and was like real hilarious it was just like okay i'm like all right we've kind of found ourselves in a little bit of a middle you know a middling kind of area here that's not amazing but yeah still entertaining enough i mean i was completely entertained the whole time i was giggling at stuff sure. the whole time being in the room makes it very much you know you just you turn into a giggling little boy that's just what happens you can't help every little thing you're like ready to laugh so I was still totally a, a, along with it. I mean, what did uh, Matt? What did Matt tell us about um, the other live show? Like, I think maybe the Christmas episode or the holiday holiday special episode. Like, they have you know very loose idea of what they wanted to do, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, of well, course, I think it's not. I can imagine that for this one, it's maybe even way looser than the Christmas episode, where I think they're you know had some big ideas. Yeah, um, you're, I think I'm with you there. Um, yeah, but I, 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 I did want to say though that, um, Jeremy was about like the, you know, the, uh, like kind of like the murmuring, whispering, you know, like kind of like the commentary, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. commentary about the show from the crowd. Like that, that was funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like that. And then the whole thing, like, um, playing off the bit, um, you know, about, you know, go, go back to being, um, you know, go back to being fun, doing the funny stuff, uh, you know, like kind of playing stole off the Tim, the Tim, the Tim Robinson, Robinson bit, yeah. but like, you know, mm-hmm. I mean like four minutes ago, you know, it's like, like yeah. that kind of thing where it's like that, that was what that worked for me. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, um, you know, it did feel like it was just kind of, and they were kind of just figuring it out. Um, mm-hmm. and that was, yeah, I mean, you, you said you glance at your watch. That's kind of, Unfortunately, that's a little bit of an indictment on the pace then. But I um, just, I, I mean, it wasn't a I'm bored. It was just like, how long have we been going? How long is this feeling? And honestly, in a live situation, when you're just there sitting in the chair having to watch, a two-hour show is really long. It's quite long to just be sitting and watching a thing like this. I yeah. think when you're, the five-minute break is huge for when you're uh, at home um, or just, we have the power to just pause and stop and go and do things or whatever. But when you're like in there sitting in it, if it's not cooking the whole time, two hours is a long time to watch anything. I mean, a movie, uh, a a band, anything. There's usually some sort of, there's some pace breaks where when you have a show like that, you don't really get like, all right, the song's over. We're just going to like tune up our guitars for a minute. You guys all can like take a second and talk to yourselves and take a sip, take a piss. Like, it just kind of had to be constant, and I felt like the energy kind of dipped towards the end. And then the guest, Loudon Wainwright, comes out, who, you know, I think I'd only heard the name, really. I, I, I don't think I'd ever really listened to him. We knew, we knew, we know Rufus Wainwright, and, um, you know, so that was kind of strange. It was like, do we know this guy? Like, does everybody know this guy? And I felt like everybody was kind of on the, the same page. Some people did, some people didn't. Will, the intern, seemed to know him very well and was very excited, which I was like, oh, 23-year-old boy knows who this guy is. Very good. And I thought Loudon Wainwright was an interesting fella. I thought his song was funny. And then I thought he, you know, held it together pretty good up there um, Yeah. with Tim and the boys. Very confident, smart, uh, older gentleman. 
Yep. Um, who, you know, I found out later Tim did not know him very well. Um, hadn't really heard of him or listened to him at all. Uh, and, um, but yeah, I thought he, I thought he was nice. I don't want to like analyze his whole situation, but it was good. Any yeah. Loudon Wainwright no. notes? No, no nothing? I have nothing to add to your Loudon Wainwright uh, yeah. commentary. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. Um, yeah, I thought a really song familiar. was I thought a song was interesting and you know kind that of funny. Good. And um, and I like when they played together. You know, I mean that whole thing. Like it was. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. it was nice. It was nice. Yeah. So then we finished off with the very good band um, playing some songs. I don't remember what songs they played. Um, but it was a couple that they played later that night. I, I know that. So it was kind of maybe a little test run. Um, so I was I was somewhat like a little bit spoiled. I was like, it's a little spoiler. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm getting some of the good band. I sort of was looking forward to that being like a thing I had never heard before and then being in the moment and hearing it. But I got a little early taste, which was, which was good. Um, and then that was it. So... Now I'll get into the the Tim show and some of the extracurricular. It's worth mentioning in this world, I think, and maybe some of the more interesting stuff. Maybe not. For me, it is. So after the show ended, um, people are kind of milling about. Just a few. Most people just boogied. Um, I was surprised. There was not many people, like, kind of milling around trying to talk to Doug or, or Tim or anybody. The... The two gals who had Tim had called up on stage, they were hanging around and they like went and took a picture with Doug and I walked over and said, What's up to Doug? And then um you know, Doug's obviously just very nice. He was surprised to see me. He didn't he didn't know he thought I was still in Italy, so he was surprised to see me. Um and then Vic came out, who I'd I'd never I've never met Vic before, but when I like said who I was and said hello, he was like the nicest guy ever. Like so incredibly nice and warm and just like, Oh, Hey, like give me a hug. Like, okay, cool. Let's, uh, you know, and you know, he's very quick. He was like, did you talk to Tim yet? And I was like, uh, no, I've never talked to, I've never met Tim. And he's like, Oh, come on, let's go. So he like within a moment of me saying hello to Vic, now he's taking me backstage to meet Tim. And I was like, Oh Jesus, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mentally prepared for this. Like, um, so he's like, I hope, I hope he's not too squirrely <laughs> when we get back there. And I'm like, Oh Jesus Christ. So we walk into this awkward backstage setting, which I've, I've spent a lot of time in this awkward backstage setting. I have a couple of rock star ish world ish friends. And I know that energy back there and it is the worst energy. It's always very awkward after a show, everybody's sitting, nobody knows how to act. People come in and say hello, and it's very much like, okay, you just say hello and move on. And Tim was like in the middle of talking to somebody else, and Vic was like, "Hey, Tim, it's Mike. It's the guy who does the like very much like like Tim would be excited to meet me or something." And I'm like, "He's not gonna be." <laughs> and Tim was very nice. He smiled and said, "Oh, hey, hey, man, nice to meet you." And gave me a nice look in the eye, and I was like. You know, for me, this is like a huge, I'm like, I cannot believe I'm touching this man's hand and looking him in the eye. You know, he's like sitting on a couch and I'm like awkwardly standing over him. And, um, oh, wow. he's, he's seated and you're standing. He's, se- he's seated like a little like scoot up. He didn't, do, I can't remember if he did a full stand or not. So, <sighs> so it's a little bit. Yeah. So then you mean anxiety. Oh my, I mean, the anxiety was through the roof here. So then, so Jeremy and Rajat are standing off to the left. And uh, Vic and Doug and everybody's kind of standing like in a semicircle around Tim who's sitting. And now I've been introduced and I'm like, uh, you know, and I'm like, shit, I, like I, I needed to say something. And I said, oh, I had um, I said I had a question that I wanted to ask during the show. Um, but I guess my arms were too short, you know, <laughs> and they laughed. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't I wasn't. So, you know, it was like, okay, what's the question? You know, like, and I dropped the, because Jeremy and Rajat were back there, I I dropped the, would you ever consider going on the Joe Rogan show? Um, Or would you, you know, ever like, you know, uh, entertain the idea of Joe Rogan coming on your show? Are you going on their show? Like, how would that ever be anything you'd ever 
even think about, you know? And I got like a one word, no, <laughs> like just a, just a note. Maybe no even like a, maybe, no. maybe like a little like, fuck that. Yeah. You know, but just like very serious, very deadpan, nothing, no elaboration. Um, you know, and it was a little, it was just a little strange. I mean, I think everybody was just like, it was kind of a dud, you know what I mean? Like, it's like I shot a dud missile out there a little bit. Um, I thought it would be interesting because of Jeremy and Rajat being there and like, you know, you know, we've talked about it on our show before. Like, would Tim go like if Joe Rogan heard his their bit and hit them up and said, hey, I want to talk to you about that thing you did, like just a hard no. I don't know. I thought maybe it could bring up a conversation. My guess is that it's brought up a lot. I don't know. It seemed it didn't seem like it. It, it didn't seem like a. Uh, I've heard this a million times. Kind of no. It was just like no. Um, and it's never been asked on office hours. So, you know, like nobody's ever yeah, just come out I don't and think asked. It hasn't. So it was a so little. Shot a dud. I shot a dud a little bit, but people kind of chatted about it awkwardly for a minute, and then Tim just kind of just said, "I've got to get." Like he just stood up, like. And said, I have to go get lunch and, and like, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Just kind of boogied out. I was like, okay. Um, so then I, then I left and, um, you know, uh, let's see. I went and met a friend, um, who was coming to the show with me later down by the, uh, Brooklyn Bridge Park. We went and had, had a drink on a boat and had some oysters. It was very nice. And I looked at the tickets, and the tickets said show at 8. And I'm thinking, okay, the Tim show, I'm saying now. Now I'm coming back for the Tim show. This is like 3 in the afternoon. I have five hours to kill. Took a long walk down to the Brooklyn Bridge Pier. By the time my get it buddy gets down there, it's maybe it's 5. We're eating, for a, eating and hanging out for a couple hours. We're walking back, a pretty hefty walk back. The ticket said 8, but I didn't think, I never thought in a million years it would be a hard 8. Like a hard eight start start time. I say eight. We're in New York City. Eight thirty, nine. You know, right? If your ticket says show at eight. Anyway, we get back at eight twelve. We get to the venue at eight twelve. Walking up, and the fucking front of the place is empty, meaning everybody's in there and it's begun. So we just wa- so I just walk in. There's not even checking tickets at this point. Like it was so already started that. So we walk in, and I, I guess I missed the very beginning of the uh, the stand-up, which I was kind of disappointed about because I was like, what the fuck? I've been waiting for this. But I just couldn't – I don't know. I just couldn't believe that it was a hard eight. I don't. Maybe it wasn't a hard eight. Maybe they started like 8.05 or 8.10, and I only missed a couple minutes. It's possible that that happened because I did see a big, large chunk of stand-up, so I don't think I missed very much at all. It just was like I was surprised I had missed any. So stand-up was great. I won't spoil what that is, um, but I thought it was very funny. A lot of big laughs. Um, you know, there's a couple bits in there that aren't, that to me are there's a couple of the physical, like, microphone stand kind of stuff that, you know, kind of been down that road in the in the previous special, and I don't think is, like, I didn't think it was that great in the stand-up, spe- you know what I mean? It's like that. I'm going to mess up with the microphone stand for like three minute bit, you know? Mm-hmm. So a little spoiler that's back in there and gets like pushed even further. And, um, you know, there's a couple of the physical things that were squeezed in there that I don't, I don't know. It's like too, it's a little, I don't know. It just wasn't amazing, but overall, hilarious very very funny um i'm being very nitpicky by talking about those couple things my buddy who was with me who's way less of a tim head doesn't follow this shit at all was just there and cracking up and it's it's interesting to see like you're in a room full of people that are just hungry to laugh at all of this stuff which i don't know has kind of a weird effect maybe where it's like um I don't know. Like, it seems like a little forced or something. Like, everybody's laughing at every joke very hard. So it's like, kind of takes some of the, something that's interesting about the Tim stand-up thing away, because he's supposed to be like this bad comedian, you know? 
it's strange. It's strange to be in there, I guess. But overall, fantastic. Then the band comes out. So he finishes his stand-up. The band comes out almost immediately. I'm thinking there's a break. I'm thinking, okay, we can go pee, get a drink, step outside for a minute. No, no, right into it, jamming right into it. Like, literally, he walks off stage, lights change, band gets introduced um, one by one, and, you know, very the Vic intro, which we've heard has been a big thing, was a big thing. It was very exciting to see to see Vic. And then, um, you know, Tim just throws on a hat and a T-shirt, you know what I mean, and comes out almost immediately and is, like, busting into songs. And I'll say that, like, the way they're doing it, I mean, I guess he just wants to, you know, kind of bang, bang, you know, just get it, just get it done, I'm assuming, is where his head is at. You know, he's not trying to prolong this show that he's done so many times and it was like the fourth time of him doing it this week so they must have had it just locked in this is how we're doing it fuck taking a break let's just get the show not over with but it felt like a little bit like that I don't know why um and I'll say this far into the tour Tim I don't know how Tim sounded voice wise and energy wise you know some weeks back but he had the rock and roll voice, you know, like almost every song, even the ballads and some of the songs had this version of his voice singing that was like, uh, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but it's like, it's not that gentle, soft singing he does on the records. So he's singing those songs, but they're like in more of a rock and roll upbeat where his voice is more like a little up and kind of talky. And so it kind of pulled me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Because it was just like a rock and roll version of of Tim's songs. And um, but it was great. I mean, the the show was really good. Um, I won't. I won't go too far into like the details of it. I know you got to wrap up here in a moment. Yeah, real cool. I wanted to say though, on you said like uh, his vocals in the podcast, he's talking about how like they kind of as the you know as he's playing with the band, they're kind of like tweaking things and making changes. Is that is like is that are you assuming that's part of that? Like as the more, longer they play together, maybe he's changing his approach to how he sings and all that stuff. I mean, it, um, I that, don't that's know. kind of what I I think that as they've been, I mean, I'm imagining as the band has gotten more comfortable i think from what i've heard tim the way he talks about it and his tweets and everything i think he's been putting on a rock show you know what i mean like he's been doing a rock show and yeah. hasn't been doing any you know he, he he did the thing where he told everybody to sit up and you know uh sit down and stand up you know which was funny spoiler alert if you listen to office hours you're gonna learn a lot of the details about the show so I, I heard that I saw that coming and he did that. Um and it, it was just like kind of right off the bat, like they played um Oh shit, what did he open with? It was um Fuck. I can't remember. But it was a song that like I'm used to hearing a certain way because you've heard him I've only heard these songs. You know, you haven't heard these songs with the band before. I haven't. Um so I've only heard them from the records. So when you're hearing him live for the first time, it just it just tated, it took a minute to kind of feel what it was gonna feel like. And my big, big, big critique of the music set, which has been said before, was Vic's level was way low in the mix. <laughs> and you could barely hear him. And I was like, oh, no. fuck, man. And and he's over there fucking jamming. You see him, you see his hands going, and you can bear I'm like I can't hear what's going on back there. And uh, a second note to add to that was the way Tim has arranged these songs is he's got this guy, guitar player, uh, who I'm telling you twice a song, he's given the guitar player a guitar solo. So like every song is like verse, chorus, guitar solo, verse, chorus, guitar solo, bridge. What You know, the structure of these songs, simple. And I'm like... You got a keyboard player over there. You should have a keyboard. Like, there should be way more keyboard solos. There should be 
some jams. And I don't know, maybe I assume Vig is uh, available to do these and up for it. Um, so I had to analyze that a little bit, like a little tiny bit of my mind went to, is Tim keeping Vic in check a little, like, because the crowd likes Vic. I mean, that that's, that's just true. So like, if he's given Vic a solo every song, maybe it's pulling away some attention or something. I don't know. I don't want to read too far into it, but I will mm -hmm. say that it was, it stood out to me when I was like, every fucking song we're getting two ripping guitar solos from this guy that are like, I don't want to say they're kind of similar, but they are kind of similar. You know what I mean? Tim's songs are not so terribly different. So like they have that kind of same, you know what I mean? So it was just a little bit like, Oh, what's, what was his name? His name was like cat man or, or uh, fuck. I can't remember the guitar player's name. Um, shit. Street cat or something or, uh, God damn. Anyway, Cat, the guitar, catfish Connor. Catfish. Yeah, Catfish. So they just kept giving up to Catfish, which is kind of funny because, <laughs> you know, his name's Catfish and he looks great and he plays great. I mean, there's, there's no like, there's, there's no dig at anything that was going on, only the fact that you couldn't hear Vic very well or at all at some points. And um, he got very, I think he got one solo at the end of the show and it was kind of a half solo. It wasn't even like a full solo. So, I'll leave that there. Um, show was great. If anybody's ever wondering if they should go to a Tim show, if you're a Tim fan at all, it's a Tim fest. You know what I mean? It's it's amazing, very fun, and he rips through it. And it was over by ten thirty. You know what I mean? Like, just the whole thing. We're in again. Like we're in New York. Like things don't. Like it's just so early for it all, all to wrap up. You know. So it's all said and done he did the thing with the many um encores like he kind of spoiled in office hours which maybe again if i didn't know that would have made me laugh a little bit more but he just kept leaving and saying all right that's that's it everybody and then he'd come back out and you know did that a bunch of times um i think one of my highlights is uh, i love the stupid kids song um from the new album that was maybe one of the highlights for me um a couple hot piss tracks, you know, spoiler alert, they encore with hot piss, Ooh. which is great. Um, and, uh, you know, everybody's singing and it's just, it's, it's great. So very, very fun. Um, and they didn't play that many songs off the new record. Shockingly, like maybe three. I thought it was going to be like mostly new record and a couple oldies, but it was like lots of, you know, kind of a mixed set list there. So, after the show, now, I go outside. Again, um, I see, you know, some of the guys, Matt, Vic, Doug, um, and I'm just saying, you know, we're just kind of walking by again. Again, not many people middling about. I'd say maybe seven, eight people outside the event or outside the venue. And, or, uh, or Doug wasn't at the show. Doug, um... Doug went and had his own comedy show that night. He did not come back to the to Tim show. He, we had texted and he said, oh, I'll just see you later at the show. And he didn't come back. That's fine. Um, I saw Vic and me and Vic took photos at the at the the reunion, high school photo reunion thing or whatever. Um, I mean, Vic was just the sweetest guy. I mean, just so nice and laughing and talking. And we talked a little about, about some of the things I just mentioned. Uh, and... He was just, uh, I, I cannot say enough good things about Vic. Like, I really can't. He was such a nice guy, so sweet. Just, you could tell he's just happy to be there and just happy to talk to fans and take pictures. And, like, we took a bunch of funny pictures. I have great photos with Vic. Did Super you uh, tell him that office hours wouldn't change if he was removed from the show? I don't know. I, I don't think it, <laughs> I don't think we got there, but okay. uh, <laughs> we didn't really get into our show that much. That's the thing. He was he was just like a normal guy talking about just the stuff that was going around in New York and just like a very approachable, wanting to chit chat, you know, chatty guy, like not a quiet, mm -hmm. you know, awkward guy. Like outside right. of the Tim, you know, circle, he's like a very fun, outgoing, you know, just friendly, friendly guy. So we love that it. was. Yeah, we love Vic. He was great. So, you talked to Matt? 
very briefly, I texted him. Um, I texted him after the show, and he, he didn't. Uh, he didn't respond. But Ugh. he, I talked to him just after the show, the Tim show, for a moment, and then he didn't come out after the after the the show at night. So I'm not, I'm not even sure if he was there. So, um, so then Tim comes out again, outside now, outside the bell house. And I were awkwardly standing there and, you know, yeah, yeah. So now there's more, now there's like more awkward Tim stuff. I've been in these situations. This is, this is tough to hear. I'm loving it. Dude, it was like, it, it, it makes me cringe, um, all over again. Um, so I don't know if you read Tim's letter that he just wrote the other week and he said like, sorry if after the shows I'm like in a, we have like a weird energy going, you know? Yes, I, I did. Yeah. I, you know, it, that's exactly what was going on, you know? And it's not like a crazy weird energy. It's just like a, a not just a not totally comfortable, not totally happy to be there and kind of an exhausted and like, a, I just don't really like, I'm going to give you sort of a half kind of, engagement sort of status you know what I mean so I'm trying to think about the couple other things so he, he came out and um, you know I said a great great show you know I said you guys really turn it you really turn it around quick in there and he was like oh from the from the office hours to the to the thing and I was like no no from the from the stand-up to the music and he was like oh I it's like I, I really just I just changed my shirt it's really just a change of shirt and then that's it. And I was just like, yeah, I'm, you know, just saying like changing that energy level, like going from that guy to like coming out and singing is like, that's, you turn it around quick. You know what I mean? Like it's impressive. I, I don't know. I don't know what I was trying to say. So two like, duds. Yeah, two so no, it's another duds. dud. Another dud. I don't think they were duds. I think he just didn't want to have it. You know what I mean? He just, sure. he just didn't want to engage. And, and I'm, I have a feeling that this is just, I mean, this is just how he's kind of, chatting with everybody you know what I mean just not giving you much back and I have a theory on this kind of stuff but so do I so so then so I'm wearing a shirt that has a Grateful Dead head and a Tony Soprano in the middle of the Grateful Dead face okay it's a shirt that was sent to me from a jam band workout person that you know a fan who's like makes these you know bizarre mashup t-shirts that are done for no better reason than just it's like funny imagery together, you know? Yeah. So I'm wearing that because I'm like, this is kind of an office hours shirt, right? Like it's it's not, but it is. Grateful Dead, The Sopranos. So Vic notices the shirt outside and he's like, oh my God, you got to show that to Tim. Tim, did you see Mike's shirt? <laughs> oh, no. And so Tim's like, yeah, yeah, I saw it. Um, I don't I don't really get it. Like what's the what's the connection? <laughs> And I'm like, I think it's just like a random mashup, you know, I'm like, it's, I'm like, I'm into this, some jam band stuff and, you know, somebody makes these t-shirts and he's like, yeah, yeah, I just, I don't see the connection. Grateful Dead, The Sopranos, like, I don't, I just don't get it. <laughs> uh, and I'm just like, oh man, I can't win with this guy. So I do say, well, well look, can I take a picture with you? That would mean a lot. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, of course. And so my friend took a photo with us. Gave me a nice, big, genuine smile in the photo. I was, you know, he was, you know, the energy wasn't like a total pooper, but it was not like, didn't want to like chat or ask any, you know, or just, he didn't want to engage. You know, he just wanted to be like, I'm here, I'm doing my sort of, my, okay, here's, here's my theory. Want to okay. hear it? Yeah. Quickly. My theory is one, he, he's playing this show and he's putting out so much and not to mention it was a day where he did office hours too, where he is just like a character. You know what I mean? He's like in this mode. He is a character of himself and then he plays the rock star version of himself where I don't even think he has the energy to carry that into, you know what I mean? Like for, so for him to come outside and be like, Hey guys, how's it going? Like, I'm going to be in a really like chipper, like jokey mood and like ask questions and be like, uh, just like a normal human. It's just like, not, I don't even think he has the brain spray space left to do that. Like he just must be exhausted and just mentally drained. And then, um, also 
I think that when he comes outside of the place like the Bell House that he sold out all week long and he sees a group of like seven people that have stuck around the extra 10 minutes to maybe say hello to him. Um, I wonder if he gets discouraged a little bit that he wishes there was like a bigger mass of people wanting to get his autograph or take photos. Like, you know what I mean? I, I wonder if he comes out and he's just like, Oh, it's this same fucking guy that I saw earlier. These same other guys that I have seen the other, you know what I mean? Like, and he's maybe just a little disappointed in his stardom, you know what I mean? Or something like that. Or he's just like, Ugh, like, uh-huh. so this is my, this is it. You know, I go up there and I play these songs and I come out and it's just kind of like, Oh, I become a regular guy again. And it's like kind of disappointing to him who's like just been out there with people singing along like he just went from he just goes from like star to human very quickly and it might I'm wondering if it's discouraging or maybe it's not like consciously but I can't imagine that he's just like you know what I mean just kind of bored with it or something I don't know I maybe I I think I mean when you does that make you feel better about your interaction if, if, if that's true of that, you know, because, because I, I would just say like this, this is just easily classified as like a never meet your heroes scenario, <laughs> you know, we're like, that's because I, I've, well, everybody has, everybody has said this to me that I've even told the briefest version of that story too. Yeah. Um, it's pretty simple. And I've never, I, I've avoided this that my whole life. Like I don't like, I love Tim. Um, I don't want to meet him. Like I, I it, maybe, you know, maybe like to talk about projects or something, but like, I don't, because I don't have anything useful to say. And I think it, you know, when we, we, we feel like we know Tim because we've consumed so much of his uh, creativity uh, and his time. And it's the same thing with like a YouTuber, streamer, actor, whatever. And so like, there's all like this like built in familiarity with us, but they're meeting a stranger and it's weird for them. And then, so that weirdness is now, you know, kind of transferred to, to you. And I think like, it's just, it's, it rarely works. Like I think that, I think it just rarely works. I think the reason, I think the reason, I think my um, counterpoint to that is very simple. Matt, Vic and Doug, um, which, to me, they yeah. shouldn't be so separate. Like they, to me, there aren't. Doug is one of my heroes, and he's become a very like was just he's just a completely different type of person in 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 the public uh, venue. And um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know how really to. I, I don't know what it is. I think it maybe is the fame level or something that just turns somebody into somebody else. I have a couple friends that are. Um, that are like on the famous level, you know, and I'm, I, th- I think I see similar things where like when they're meeting a stranger or something, I'm not like when I say similar things, it's similar, but like there is a choice for how you'll be when you meet a stranger. There is a choice that somebody has. And I think we all could have guessed that Tim would be the way that I experienced, right? Like, would you have guessed that Tim would have been like a super like down to earth, like, uh, kind, sweet, like giving you time, like asking, you know, giving you that like extra bit of attention that sometimes when you do meet people like sports figure, all these different people I've met in my life that are, have, have gone and passed. There's like two or three different versions of them. And some of them are just like, I don't care. Like, I know I'm famous, but I'm just going to be, I'm just a nice person. And I'm going to like, if I'm meeting somebody, I'm going to be completely polite. And if they ask something, I'm going to be like, you know, not yeah. And then there's people that are a little bit cold, a little bit bored, people that don't care. Yeah, and there's you're, people that are complete dicks. And I think that, you know, Tim's somewhere towards the the top of that spectrum, toward into the middle. Like he wasn't, he was fine, totally fine. I, didn't want to engage, and uh, it, it's reasonable. It's yeah, reasonable. Yeah. I wasn't I expecting right. anything else. You know I what I mean? I think you're right. I think you, I think I, you're selling me on. It. I think you are right because because that is what I envision him to be. And I think, and then I think that's okay. 
yeah know, that's yeah okay. i wasn't i wasn't expecting um, for one to get any kind of special treatment or anything like of course of course i think he knows who i am he like looked at me like oh yeah like he it's not like i was a complete stranger you know what i mean yeah but for what he knows me for it's kind of a weird obsessive you know like i do a podcast about him it's not a great place to come from you know what i mean you're it's better off it's not like when it's you're, if not. you're if you're just a if I'm just a random guy that's like, I don't know, Doug's friend from Buffalo, you know what I mean? Who's like a filmmaker. Maybe it's different. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really care. Like the fact that like I think when he just looks at somebody who's like a big fan. um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Another thing that was said the first time I met him was like Vic was like, oh, Mike's the nice one from the podcast. No, I'm the nice one. And I was like, no, no, no. I said, I'm the neutral one. I said, Tucci's the real nice one and my brother's the mean one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's good. Funny. They, 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 they all laughed at that. But they, they, for, Tim, Tim wasn't even really listening. Thank you for clarifying that, though. That's, I did. I said, I'm neutral. I said, I'm not I'm not the ass-kissing one. Yeah, it's Joe's, it's Joe's blows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I, yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. I would still recommend that people don't meet their heroes. I'll, yeah, I think like just don't. But um, why though? I mean, I think you. I think I because listen, it I think usually I, ends in disappointment. So I who think cares want though? To avoid, who cares? Well, I'm I'm saying that because I'm assuming most people do care. I I, I think that I think I want to know. I want to know what my hero is like around strangers and around I fans. But I right, do want to know what he's like. I think it's good to not care. And I, I also, I'm not going to hold it against, uh, I'm not going to like, I, I'm not, I didn't lose, either. I'm with you. I, I'm not losing same. respect the for the guy. I, I just, I'm just telling you, this is the experience I had. Not surprised at all. Um, I'm glad I had the experience. I've been waiting a long time for, to, for that to happen. Uh, you know, could it have happened under different circumstances where if we were maybe, I don't know, collaborate, you know, maybe if Matt asked us to work on something, you know, some sort of like collaboration of some kind or something. Do I think his personality towards me or us would be much different? I don't know. I think he's probably got a pretty hard shell on him and it must take a long time to be in the circle of like, you know, it appears to me that even still, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Even, even some of the even some of the people that even some of the people that are like close to him around him still are not like you know Vic kind of takes off after the show and does his own thing yeah, he's smoking his weed pen giving me hits of his weed pen very nice I took <laughs> yeah. a hit of I took a hit of I mean, Vic's but... weed pen <laughs> gross that, that, that's that's um, what we're talking about here that's that's the difference okay one person um, is passing you their weed pen. But it's funny because this is all very meta because we're not, not, now we're talking about it. Now we're people that are talking about this guy, you know, and yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. kind of that's that's kind of I think at the core of for me, that's the core of it, because I'm a weird guy that is on a podcast talking about other people's work and yeah. kind of kind of critiquing it and reviewing it. But again, I don't give a shit about it um like i don't like i yeah i do this and i don't care what people think about it i don't really i don't really care what people think of me i haven't always been that way mm -hmm. um and also i i just don't really care to meet people on a personal level i think like th that the fact that we have a, somewhat of a relationship with matt i really like matt um you know and i could consider him an acquaintance and um i'd love to to, to continue that relationship and just kind of because i'm interested in office hours and you know whatever they have going on if you know if we ever want to get involved with stuff um i really do like matt and it's good to hear that you know vic and doug are as sweet as we as we think they are uh and and yes i'm i'm not really surprised by your interaction with tim um i don't i if i ever meet tim i don't know what you know what i would say um and that's <laughs> probably fine i probably would just no i mean it. listen i just avoid it and move on with my life it's and, a beautiful it's a beautiful thing to be it's alive and be nervous. No, it's like I, I like right. appreciate just being in that situation where like I'm a 40 year old fucking man who's suddenly feels like he's a 15 year old boy meeting this fucking Mick Jagger or something. That is what it is like for me. It's a surreal thing that I, I mean, it's just kind of crazy that I just haven't met him after all of this time of us doing this show and just me being, I've been a fan of like, I wasn't going to drop, oh, I've been a fan of you for since, but I have, you know, I mean, since the Tom Gaze of the Mayor days, like I've been a big fan, 
like a big fan of all the shit for all these years and have stuck with it and followed him all the way through. And yes, you do feel like you get to know somebody at this point. So yes, I did feel like it wasn't a surprise what I got. You know what I mean? I was not like, it's just like an interesting conversation. It's just a strange, like, it's exactly what I, if you, you know, if I had to draw up how it would happen when I meet Tim, how it would go, it would be somewhere similar to, to what I got, you know, because I I think think I know him that well. Um, yeah, which is very strange. It is very strange. And you're right. These feelings are this not meet your hero thing. I think is maybe more so when you like, when you don't know so much about somebody, you don't watch them on a weekly level, interact with people and, interact with zoomers and strangers and you, you just don't see yeah maybe it's applied differently there yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like this like but yeah no i mean everybody said that don't meet your heroes and it's like listen guys i'm not i'm not trying to say i had such a sad experience i'm just telling you the experience and how i felt which is I do, to me fascinating you i do I mean? agree just, with you though that these feelings like the like kind of like the anxiousness and the weirdness and like you know that all falls in with like like sadness. Like I think it's it's a privilege to feel that to have these feelings. Like it it, it is it's it's great. Embrace it. Embrace yeah, it. Yeah, it's really good. It's better than being some like soulless, emotionless. You know, kind of uh, yeah, someone who just doesn't have anybody in their life or anything in their life that get that that you know allows them to feel this way. Sure. Because I think that is really important. Um, yeah, and I, I'm I'm like grateful that I actually give a shit about something yeah. this much. Sure. You know, um, so yeah, yeah, I think, but um, that's the point that, that, yeah, that, that is that, the point. that's the point. Do, do, do I think I needed to be like, I think Tim did say like a thank you, you know, I, I am forgetting that. I think the first like thanks for, he did, I think after I'm forgetting this part, but he did say like a thanks for what you guys do. Like he did. Um, I'm, I'm leaving that out and now I'm remembering it because I, I, I'm just re-remembering going through the, the, the uh, situation in my brain. It's a little foggy. I had a few drinks, not going to lie. What were you drinking? What was I drinking? Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. I drank... Some brews. Drank a couple brews. I had like a weird cocktail on a boat. Um, yeah, I had a few drinks. And it was a long fucking day, man. I was down at the bell house at 11 o'clock. At this point, it's like 12 hours later that I'm interacting with Tim and um, yeah, man, he was sweet. I mean, it was nice. His show's great. Um, I think he puts so much out there that maybe he doesn't have a lot left after the show. And he said it in his, he said exactly that in his letter. So when I'm reading that letter, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I experienced that. You know, it's like he, he already kind of said it, you know what I mean? He kind of pointed it out that like my energy's maybe a little off after the show. Like I'm just, it's a fucking, I can't imagine. I, I, I imagine, like, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine living in his body and performing and doing the things that he does and putting it all out there, uh, you know, what that must take. Um, I, it just I, must I, take a lot, you know? A friend of mine was at, at the show, the the night show. And I, and uh, this is, this will be this, we should wrap it up, but this yep. is the last thing I'll say about Tim. And I, and we were just talking about it and he was, you know, telling me, you know, he loved it and he was sending me videos and stuff. And it's just like, man, Tim, like imagine being like really good at five or six things. Like Tim's are really good at a lot of things. And I, I'm like decent at one or two things mm-hmm. in life. Um, yeah. and I think like create creatively and mostly creatively speaking. And, um, yeah, like he's just like he's just a really talented person, um, and that that kind of builds into this all this the everything that we're talking about here. And um, yeah, I mean it's it's fun to be a fan. Um, it's fun to be a fan of Office Hours, and I'm 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 excited for what's coming. Uh, yeah, I uh, I told Doug, oh, the New York show is way better than the Chicago show. He's like, no way, man! He's like, the Chicago show is great. I was like, that Albini and all that shit? He's like, yeah, man. I was like, nah, dude, this show is better. So I definitely must have some perspective of being there that's like totally biased. But the show I felt, was watching the show I felt was great. watching some old uh, Kurt Cobain, like Nirvana videos this week, and they just kept talking about Steve Albini. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Albini. Good job at his name. Um, okay. okay. Let's go. Let's wrap it let's up. Let's go. I'm sorry Joe couldn't be here to get in on this. We'll, we'll probably have to discuss this with, a little bit with Joe and get his take on all this. Um, so we have um, 
tenacious we got D. tenacious fucking so d should, oh my god probably, yeah we should do we, an ep it's it's very hard with my schedule now and joe's i know schedule. it's very hard yeah we'll same see. maybe you can do it maybe you can do a sunday morning we'll, we'll see i can probably sneak that in or something like that but i don't um, know when joe gets back let's find out we'll, we'll try to reschedule it yeah tenacious d that'll that'll be huge how exciting that is yeah um yeah that's gonna be a big one that's great in, so, in the studio i think so oh wow it's gonna be good okay well i'm excited I, for that yeah. very excited i'm gonna try to put this out right now because there's a fucking show tomorrow my own uh so go to mike for your graphic design needs he's uh got so much extra time these days now that he has a child so hit him up my brother Joe on the road, Joseph Allen Art on Instagram, josephallenart.com. Um, go check out his paintings. Send him a message. Buy one. They're beautiful. And you can check out my latest thing at uh, Three Points Productions. It's called Mike Loves Sicily. If you just Google Mike Loves Sicily, You'll see a little show I'm working on about Sicily. It's a fun little documentary that I'm trying very hard to sell to an American market as we speak. Um, but people are liking it, so I'm, I'm happy with that. And uh, that's going to do it for us. So have a nice week, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you to all the people that told me that they listened to the show when I was when I was there live. A couple of people overheard me say, you know, hearing that I was the guy that did the podcast, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I listen to the podcast. I love the podcast. Got a few of those. Can you believe that, Tooch? A few, a few, a few. It's nice. Spooky, spooky. So, thanks to all the listeners, however few or many there are of you. We appreciate you and. Um, We'll, uh, we'll, we'll try to get one of these out next week for Tenacious D. So have a great week, everybody. Take care. Bye.